Garden, a good omens podvik, written by Entangled Now and read by John. Summary Crowley finds an unusual smell in the garden, something he's never smelled before. What is a curious snake to do? The garden smells different. Crowley has spent enough time slithering through the grass and nosing his way through the bushes that he's tacked every scent there is. The plants, the wet rocks along the river, the various animal flowers that drift on the breeze. Adam and Eve's warm smell that rippled through the grass for so long, almost faded to nothing now. But this is different. There's something different. A heavy, musky sweetness to the air. He follows it through the trees, winding his way along the stream, catching bursts of it here and there. The ever-thickening trail has him very, but curious. It's a good scent, an appealing scent. Something about it makes him want to slide and push and nose around. It's a frustratingly new feeling, an eager feeling. The smell becomes a presence he knows. The ozone and dry feathers taste of the angel Aziraphale. Crowley's more curious, if anything. The angel has certainly never smelled like this before. He gently noses his way through a bush, the arrow shape of his head slowly parting the leaves. He finds the angel lying on the grass beneath a pear tree. His white robes are pulled all the way to his waist, knees drawn up, exposing himself. His soft, heavy thighs are shaking gently as his hands move eagerly on himself, stroking the stiff jut of his cock, rubbing and squeezing at his balls. The scent is coming from him. What are you doing, angel? Aziraphale's breathless noise of surprise comes with a hasty movement to push the rope down, though his stiff cock still tends the material, obviously. He spots Crowley in the grass and shuffles his legs together. Oh, um, touching! His face is red, his chest moving with each puffy breath. There are leaves in his pale hair. Keep going, then, Crowley urges. I want to see. I don't... Aziraphale bites his lip and sighs, his legs relaxing again. I don't really know what I'm doing. It was just rather nice. It looked interesting. If anything, this leaves Aziraphale looking more embarrassed. I don't think I'm supposed to do it by myself. You're not by yourself, Crowley says reasonably. I'm here now. Go on. Aziraphale slowly draws his rope up again, revealing that swaying stiffness. Crowley moves close enough to let his tongue flutter curiously over it, 
confirming that it's the source of that new and enticing scent. Aziraphale inhales sharply, mouth opening in surprise, but he wraps a hand back around himself and slowly starts to stroke again. That's it. Go on. You smell good like this. Another tongue flutter, more teasing than curious, makes Aziraphale's hips jerk up. But he's finally touching himself like he did when Crowley arrived. Firm pulls of his fist, gentle squeezes to the round of his balls. Crowley slithers up a bent leg, feeling the warmth through his scales, looping around it and drawing it outwards a bit to reveal more of Aziraphale's working hands and the curve of his buttocks. The angel doesn't seem to mind the slow climb of his body, and Crowley enjoys the way he can feel the angel's movements all through his length. I've never done this, he admits. What's it like? It's... oh, it's very nice. Aziraphale's hand works faster, the shiny head glistening with strings of fluid. Crowley tips down to taste it, and Aziraphale's toes curl, his whole body trembling. Crowley knows he's heavy and awkward, but he can't resist pulling himself across the angel's drawn-up thighs, sinking into a sponged rope, then looping coils carefully around the arm that isn't working so intently. Feeling so much of the angel beneath him, touching himself for pleasure, and filling his mouth with that heady smell is intoxicating. You feel very nice, Aziraphale says in a shy sort of way. Crowley's whole body throbs, but he hisses at the word. He wriggles the angel's ropes up higher, feeling more of his soft, naked stomach and chest, the way it moves beneath him. He's enjoying the way Aziraphale keens and moans and makes quiet sounds of needs. The stiff, uncomfortable feeling at the base of Crowley's tail has become an ache that's half pleasure and half discomfort, where he's undulating against the angel's naked thigh. The restless movement is eager, but confused. Until he feels his body give, feels that stiff wetness press open and out, and the writhe against Aziraphale's thigh becomes so much better, a slippery slide from side to side on a sensitive, hidden set of pins much different to the angels. His body says in, so he wriggles lower, shifting that greedy part of himself where Xerophil's thighs are spread open, sinking to where there's a tight hole between his buttocks. Angel, open your legs wider. I want to feel you too. Aziraphale makes a shocked noise, but obeys. Crowley's body presses closer, squirming for something he needs, the clutching heat of the angel 
all around him. His probing hemipenes catch on the entrance to Aziraphale's body, which squeezes at the tapered heads in a way that knocks the breath out of his lung. Crowley searches in, his lower half pushing eagerly where the angel is tight and new. Aziraphale gives a punching gasp, his thighs drawing up in surprise. Crowley sinks all the way inside, until he's stretching the angel out on the swollen base. Ah, Crowley! He can feel the angel stiffening uncertainly at the intrusion. It's all right. That's good. You're doing so good, Crowley says thickly against the naked curve of Aziraphale's chest, letting his tongue lick and flutter over a nipple. Aziraphale relaxes with a sigh, his body squeezing down until Crowley hisses and rubs frantically at warm angel skin. So good. I, I didn't expect. Aziraphale takes a breath. You went so deep. It's the filthiest thing Crowley has ever heard. He contracts an arousal, drawing his peens free and then pushing them in again. And it's like nothing he's ever felt before. Aziraphale's legs are spread wide on the grass. He stopped working his own cock, which is still red and angry in his fist. His other hand is clutching at Crowley's scales instead, as he buries himself in shivery side-to-side and then up-and-down motions, switching between the two and finding them equally pleasurable, if occasionally awkward. But it's more than worth it. It's blissful. Angel, you feel... Sinful. He doesn't say it. It feels wrong. But the naked angel spread beneath him, letting Crowley use his body, giving him pleasure. Is this what a temptation is? Should he feel guilty? Aziraphale groans and moves his hand again, in a stuttered rhythm that matches Crowley's thrusts. Noticing that, has his insides clenching and aching in a way he can't stop. Something is going to... Crowley had assumed they weren't allowed the pleasures that Adam and Eve shared, but he was wrong. He drags Aziraphale in with his coils, wraps himself tight around him, pressing his snout to a soft jaw as his whole body contracts, spills warmth into the angel. A series of pulses that feel delirious and go on forever. Oh! Aziraphale's cock throbs beneath Crowley's belly scales, leaving messy wet streaks on them and a faint sting of holiness that's somehow deeply satisfying. Though not as satisfying as the way Aziraphale's big thighs draw together 
and squeeze Crowley's coils. But the angel is biting his lip, trying to stifle his noises of pleasure. It's all right, Crowley offers. It's all right. You're an angel. You're supposed to feel good. Aziraphale moans agreement while his legs stretch and his mouth smears against Crowley's snout. And if Crowley was human, he would blush at the way it soaks the angel's scent into him. It's not a kiss, he tells himself. Definitely not a kiss. The end.